Hello and welcome to the Unleash Pain Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Katie Sutton, and I am a rehabilitation specialist and master neuro coach specializing in pain specifically. 100% of us experience pain at some point in our lives, yet we are not told what pain is, why we have it, or how to navigate through it. Without this vital information, it keeps us stuck in the vicious pain cycle. This is where I come in. My job is to educate and inform you about all things pain so you can feel empowered to know how to navigate pain when it comes about. This is how you break the cycle and reclaim your life from pain. Without further ado, let's go ahead and start breaking out of the pain cycle today. Hello and welcome to today's episode. As you can tell from the title, I am going to help you break down how to navigate the stresses of life to hack pain. And I bring this to your attention because my life has definitely been full of different events and things that have happened unexpectedly. And that can cause unnecessary stress. It can cause more pain than we really want to feel or notice or experience. And I bring this to your attention because I know in the last episode, I promised that I would be coming on here more frequently. However, due to life and due to the circumstances that have come about, which I'm going to share with you in this episode today, I am going to have this be the only episode for the month of September. And the reason being is because I am moving. There is a whole situation that had happened at my little townhome apartment complex. And the best decision was for me and my husband to move. So we are in that phase of our lives right now of moving after being at our current place that we're at right now for the past five years. And it has been a roller coaster. There has been a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts, a lot of things that have accumulated and have basically put a lot of stress on us. And if you notice that like I'm a little stuffy or my voice kind of sounds a little groggy, I am just getting over like a, a cold. I don't know if you could call it like a summer cold or like an autumn cold. I just know that a lot of people have a tendency to get these colds or these allergies during the months of harvest. And I want to share with you what is actually going on because in my previous Previous episodes and a lot of what I talk about when it does come to pain is pain is not just physical. If you're having pain in your arm or your leg, you can't just treat the arm or the knee and expect the pain to just be completely dismissed. There's so much more that goes into pain specifically. And a lot of that comes from the brain and the brain is not just physical it's also very emotional it's tied to thoughts about ourselves and it's also going to reflect our external environment so that's going to be the stresses of everyday life our financial situation for me in this instance it's going to be moving and changing location and I want to 
help you to understand how to navigate the stresses so you can learn how to hack pain. And I'm going to share this with my own personal experience because I fully believe that people are going to learn or resonate or see themselves in another person's story. And I also want you to know that you're not alone if you're having some pain episodes come about. And this is also going to dive in a little bit more on the different modalities and the different, I guess you could say, faces of pain that come about into our lives. Because a lot of the times, especially how we've been taught and how we've been told what pain is, that it's just physical. And that's the only pain that we can deal with. No, pain is so much more. It's emotional. It's mental. It's physical. It can even be spiritual. And it's social. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of factors that go into pain. And I have gone through some ups and downs and some pain episodes. So I just want you to know that pain Pain is, again, a very, very common thing. It's essential for our survival. Pain is a tool and it is a request for change. Pain is information that our body and our brain are telling us that we can then decide how to navigate forward with whatever we're going towards. Something that needs to be understood when it comes to pain is that pain is not a diagnosis. And it blows my mind every single time because the main reason why a lot of us go to the doctors because we are experiencing pain. However, a lot of people are treated because of the pain. Pain is not a diagnosis. Pain is a symptom of the underlying issue that is going on. Pain is a messenger. Pain is not the problem. Bear with me here. A lot of the times when we do have pain, we're just like, oh, I have all of this pain. This pain is the problem. However, Pain is showing up for a reason because pain is a request for change. Pain is a messenger. Pain is information for us to get to the root cause, to the source of what is causing the pain in the first place. Pain comes up for a reason. And if we are just bypassing it, we are essentially suppressing it. And then the pain is going to kick on even more, even stronger to get our attention because we we as a society are very, very stubborn when it comes to avoiding pain at all costs because that is how we are designed. We are designed to not go towards pain, so we will avoid it at all costs. However, there is a flaw in that, and the more and more that we ignore it, the more and more that it's just going to fester, the more and more that it's just going to be a huge problem. The example that's kind of coming to mind is say that you are having to pay a bill and you haven't paid it, and you keep getting all of these calls, you keep getting all of these things in the mail, all of these emails, and you just kind of shove it underneath your desk in a drawer that you just never look at. And before you know it, it's just escalating to the point where you have to deal with it. And it's an even bigger problem than if you just had addressed it in the very beginning when you did have that painful email or letter in the mail instead of dealing with such a huge, huge snowball effect. That's the same thing with pain. Like I said, pain is not a diagnosis. Pain is not the problem. Pain is a messenger. It is a tool. It is an information to let you know that, hey, something needs to be changed here. Pain is a request for change. This is something that I speak 
all the time and I do sound like a broken record, but it is so, so true. But a lot of the times people have been taught to believe that pain is the problem, that pain is this horrible thing that just causes us to be in a spiral. It steals our joy. It steals everything from our lives. However, if you can look at it on the other side of the spectrum and look at it from a different lens, that it is here to tell you something on what is going on with you. Because again, going back to the beginning of this episode, pain is not just physical. So if you have pain that is going on in your knee, you can't just treat the knee and expect the pain to just go away. Especially if you are just treating the knee on a physical level and the pain is still coming up, that means that's not the root problem of what is coming about. There are much deeper layers to pain and this is why it's so, so important to treat pain as a whole. So this brings me back to my life and the stresses that have been coming about. Back in the beginning of June, I was having a lot of issues with our neighbors. So I will spare you all of like the the nitty gritty details because I'm just glad that we're moving forward and we're moving past this. But I was having neighbors that were violating multiple community policies that are stated in our lease. And this had been ongoing for about 90 days. I recorded and documented at least 15 instances and it had affected me on a physical level, a mental level, and an emotional level. It was just affecting my sleep because I was not getting enough sleep at night because I would be rudely awakened and be kept up until four in the morning. And this happened during weekdays and weeknights and on the weekends. So I just felt like I just couldn't get any relief. I also had a ton of anxiety and worry and concern for the safety of my cars due to belligerent drinking and outside parties and people that were not necessarily part of the community and they were just a really rowdy bunch of people. So I was really concerned about my safety. If you have listened to the to other episodes in this podcast, you know that the brain's main job is to keep us safe at all costs. And in order to keep us safe, the brain will often trigger negative thoughts and negative emotions to keep us safe from a potential threat. However, if it's constantly ruminating on the anxiety and the worry and the fear and being paired to, oh, nobody's like taking care of this situation. Nobody cares about the the safety or the quality of life that we're in. Nobody's listening to me. Those were the things that were coming about. And it just affected me on so many levels. I was not getting decent sleep. I was very irritable. Every time I came home, I was nervous and anxious that the neighbors were going to go and do something. Something, and it was just a lot of stress. It was a lot of pressure on my nervous system and my brain would not shut off. I could not even enjoy a TV show with my husband or a conversation and it was all focused on 
on what are the neighbors doing outside? What are the neighbors doing outside? Because I could feel different vibrations. It was affecting my work at some point. And it was just a very, very toxic situation. And I had dealt with this for the majority of the summer. And I noticed that my body was starting to get super tired. I was starting to feel super weak. I was having lots of anger and frustration and anxiety. I was very irritable. And these are all pain spots. And it started to manifest in a physical way because I was just trying to push through. I was just trying to make it through another day to the point where I just felt like I was going to completely explode. And I often felt like I had to keep these emotions locked up within me. However, it was like holding a beach ball underwater. You can only hold it underwater for so long until the pressure builds and builds and builds. And before you know it, it comes up and smacks you in the face. This is how emotions play such a critical part when it comes to the pain cycle. Because I was definitely in a pain cycle and then my body became super hyper sensitive to any type of sound, to any type of vibration from loud music or anything, to the point where I was just obsessively looking out the window, making sure that my car was okay, to make sure that the neighbors weren't out doing anything. And I just, I couldn't allow myself to relax. And this is a perfect example of my body being in fight and flight response mode. I was completely in stress response mode. I was always on guard. My hearing was hypersensitive. I felt like I couldn't fully relax. And like I said, this had been ongoing for about 90 days until we finally decided to terminate our lease. And I had talked with an attorney and a paralegal and realized that the owners of the property where we were leasing our townhome was in violation of their part of the lease when it came to the landlord's responsibilities of keeping the peace and having the enjoyment and well-being of life and that I had documented all of these instances and had talked to management and the issue had just been ongoing and unresolved. My body was in a constant stress response mode and I just felt like my environment was just getting super, super toxic and it manifested in a physical way because I was having these thoughts of nobody cares, what are they doing, I'm not safe. That was a lot of the internal dialogue that I was telling myself. And on the other side of it, I was having these these emotions of anxiety and frustration and anger and fear. And again, the brain's job is to keep us safe. And in order for me to feel safe, I felt like I had to be on guard, that I had to fight, that I had to be very vigilant. However, it was taking a toll on my body physically. I was having issues with my knees, my hips, my my body was just aching. I was starting to get a lot of headaches and I also ended up getting more sick. And when you are having a lot of these physical manifestations happen in the body, and even though you treat it, 
and you're still having these ongoing, it's because there's usually a mental and emotional component that is kicking on, that your brain and your nervous system are caught in a specific cycle. So my husband and I, we were in stress response mode, and then once we decided to terminate our lease, that's when we started to get sick. That's when we started to get these colds. And Every single type of ailment, every type of sickness is going to be correlated to a certain mental or emotional suppression of some sort because of how your brain and your nervous system is getting wired throughout whatever situation that you're going through. So a cold, like the one that I'm starting to get over, is tied to too much going on at once. It's mental confusion, it's disorder, and that's your body's way of telling you, hey, this is like what's going on. And it didn't matter how many medications that my husband and I took, we were still feeling just fatigued, feeling super drained. And it was our body's way of trying to get us to slow down, to get us to rest. Because for practically three months, we had been on edge. We'd been in fight and fight response. We'd been in stress response mode. And so our body was tightening because it felt like it needed to be in that state to be in a place of safety. However, our bodies are not designed to be in stress response for that long, for super long periods of time. It just wears, it's exhausting. And so if you have ever gone through something like super, super stressful, I know for me, especially when I was in college and about to get through finals and everything, and you're super stressed, you're on guard, your body tightens and tenses up, you may experience headaches, you're not sleeping well, probably are not eating or hydrating as well as you could and then you start to get sick once everything subsides and that is your body's way of like okay this stress has subsided so now we get to focus on healing and rejuvenating and so this is what is going on with my body right now it's like okay you stressed out for way too long for about three months now we're going to give you a chill pill and we're going to force you to chill out because of what is going on and I was like super overwhelmed because we had terminated our lease. I was expecting the worst case scenario. However, it turned out way better than expected. But then we had to figure out like our living situation and how to move and to cancel all these things. And the more and more that I thought about it, the more and more that I just kind of shut down. And my body definitely reflected that. And same with my husband as well. And I was having a lot of like mental cloudiness and disorder. And, you know, I just... Even as I record this podcast, my hearing just kind of feels like I'm underwater a little bit. And it's because of that mental disordered and distraction of what is actually going on in my life. And now that I realize that, it's like, oh, that makes total sense. And that's the thing with pain is when we're in the middle of the shit storm, so to speak, we don't necessarily realize why it's coming about. We're just like, oh, I just want this done and over with. This is a pain in my ass. I'm done. Like, it's just frustrating. But now that I've reflected over it, it makes a lot of sense why my body is responding the way that it is. It's because it was caught in a pain cycle for so long, especially being in stress response mode for nearly three months. Yes, moving is very stressful. However, the way that I'm going about it is I am hacking it 
That way I don't have to always be caught up in this pain cycle. Uh, the good news is, is that those horrible neighbors that were causing the problems have finally moved out and it's retraining my nervous system to be like, okay, we're only here for a couple more weeks. We can make it through in order to help my brain to calm down with like the mental chatter of like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do that. All of the things. I worked with my brain and I wrote everything down. I did a brain dump. This is something that I do very, very regularly. And it's something that I walk my clients through a lot too. Like if you have a lot on your mind, it's really easy to ruminate on it and to have it just swirl in your head. And when you constantly are in that state, your brain doesn't know the difference of what is actually going on in your head versus what is happening in real life. And so it's just going to take whatever threat internal or externally and kick on more pain responses. So I would get super fatigued. I would get a lot of headaches because a lot of the times that we do have headaches is because it's correlated to overthinking or invalidating ourselves. That is the mental and emotional underlying component to the physical side effects of headaches. And this is why I say that emotions are going to be part of the pain cycle. And emotions don't just live in your head. They actually come out physically in the body because emotions are somatic. And if you've never heard of the word somatic, somatic literally means of the body, which means that emotions are of the body. And your nervous system is run by emotions based off of triggering events. And so for me, being in that living situation of the three-month cycle of my neighbors and not getting enough sleep and being anxious and constantly in fear mode of my car and my, my well-being and all of that, that plays a huge role in the pain cycle and how my nervous system is being regulated and how my brain has been wired when it comes to all of this. So I had to write everything down because when you write things down, you actually pull it out of your mind onto paper and you're actually activating your fine motor skills to work with your brain because it gives your brain something to focus on. And when you see it on paper, It doesn't seem like a huge daunting task or a mess. So this is something that I did too. So if you're in that category of overthinking, constantly overwhelmed of your to-do list, because that is definitely what I had felt uh, during this whole entire process, put it down on paper do a brain dump. Don't put any emphasis on the order of it has to be in, just brain dump it. And then note how much better you feel. Because after I did that brain dump, I felt so much clearer. However, there is still a lot of emotions that were coming up. And this brings me to my next point. When it comes to the emotions that are coming up, again, your brain likes to kick that on to keep you safe in what is familiar, to keep safe in what is known. So for me, having this whole new situation of terminating our lease before our contract was done and over with and moving in to a new place all very fast, all very abruptly, This is a lot of change. Moving is considered one of the most stressful scenarios that you can be in, and it's because it's a big 
change. And I was experiencing something called brain tantrums. And that is when the brain just really loses its shit and it freaks out and you have all of these negative thoughts and these negative what if scenarios of oh what if this doesn't work out what if this was a wrong decision what if blah 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 you can see how this kind of spirals and then that kicks up anxiety and then that kicks up fear and concern and worry and doubt this is because the brain does not like going outside of its comfort zone, to go outside of what is known. The uncertainty, the unknown, the new, the change, it freaks the brain out. And so it's gonna kick on a pain response so you can stay in the same cycle of what is perceived as safety because anything in the unknown or uncertainty, there's no technical manual that the brain has or past experiences to go off of to be like, okay, this is a safe situation because the brain's main job is to keep us safe and anything outside of that is considered a threat or unsafe to the brain. And so for me, even though I knew that this was the best decision for us because we are in a position where we're going to save a lot of money so we can get into a house by the time by this time next year and it was a very very smart financial move for us however my brain is thinking of all the what if scenarios and like freaking myself out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I, I chose the wrong thing. Maybe this is the, the wrong decision, blah, blah, blah. And it would be very brief because it's getting closer and closer. And the more and more that I'm going through this process and, you know, terminating our lease and, you know, canceling our utilities and starting to pack and rearranging our living situation, it was so much. And my brain just kind of took it. And it's like, we don't know what, what to expect from this. So we're going to have a brain tantrum and we're going to kick on pain because that's when I started to get tightness in my chest. I was having some issues going on in my stomach because if you have a lot of GI issues, a lot of it can be tied to not processing emotions. And that was what I was experiencing. My joints were kind of achy and I was just getting a lot of headaches. And then I had the cold and that was getting on because I was just so overwhelmed of this new change. And that was just my brain and how it was perceived because I had been at this place that I'm currently at for the last five years and it seems safe. It seems familiar. However, this new place is going to be so much better and I know that. However, my brain and my nervous system are trying to protect me from that change. So if you are in a situation where you are starting something new, you're making a big change in your life, and you're having these reservations and these thoughts of self-doubt and fear, I want you to know that it is completely normal, okay? Nothing is wrong with you. This is just how your brain is designed to keep you in the safety of what is familiar and what is known. Just because your brain is throwing a tantrum, it's throwing a fit, it does not mean that you're on the wrong path. Just recognizing that this is what your brain is doing is going to give you so much awareness and so much power back to yourself because those thoughts, those emotions are not you. Those are just things that your brain and your nervous system are kicking on 
to protect you. However, you get to choose whether or not those emotions or those thoughts serve you. So the awareness piece is super big. Now, when it comes to the emotions, I had to really clear out those emotions. I had to work through them. And a lot of the times I had to talk with my husband. I had to talk with the people that were involved in this moving situation. I had to take time for myself to really sit down and to what I do, uh, what is called the mind matrix and to work the parts of the brain and the nervous system are that are tied to the logical and emotional aspects, which is how our brain and our nervous system get wired when it comes to a particular pain cycle. So this is what I walk my clients through every single day. And this is also something that I work on myself every single day. And once I get settled in my new place, I'm definitely going to be putting together some master classes on how to work through different emotions. Because like I said before, emotions are not just in your head. Emotions live in the body and they come out in the body. This is how pain kind of comes about, especially if we look the other direction, it's going to show up in a physical way to get our attention even more. And for me, I got this cold that just knocked me on my ass for about a week to five days. So another example to share with you on how emotions come through the body is if you've ever had to go on stage or do a presentation and your heart beats a lot faster, your hands and your palms get super sweaty because you're nervous and you're anxious. That is a physical response to the emotions that you are having, to the thoughts that you are thinking in your head. Oh my gosh, I hope I can do this. I'm so nervous. I hope this goes well. I hope I can remember everything. That is a physical response to emotions. And this is why it's so critical to pay attention to what is actually going on in your body. The hack to pain and how to navigate the stresses of life is to tackle the thoughts, to tackle the emotions and the coping behaviors that are going about this. And when it comes to the coping behaviors with this whole situation, sometimes I would just shut down. Sometimes I would just distract myself at all costs. That way I didn't have to deal with it. That way I didn't have to look at the actual moving of it. And that is what the brain and the nervous system does is it keeps you in a certain cycle. That way you don't move forward into a time of change, of uncertainty, of unknown. And so in order for me to work through that, I tackled my thoughts. I tackled my emotions. However, I also gave myself grace and allowed myself to play and to enjoy the things that are a very, very enlightening part in my life. I mean, right now it's September, even though it's still super hot, fall is my favorite time of year. I love the pumpkins. I love everything fall. I love all of the decorations. It literally just lights me up. So I made sure to incorporate those joys of this season into my life and to actually enjoy it. That way I could tell myself I am safe. And even though I am moving through this very 
drastic change in my life, I still get to enjoy the pleasures. And that is helping me to train my brain and my nervous system to be like, okay, even though I'm going through all of this right now, I'm working through a lot of emotions, I am working through a lot of negative, self-doubtful thoughts, I can still work through this. And this is like my biggest takeaway is to make sure that you are doing things that really light you up, that make you feel good, that make you feel super comforted, that make you feel safe. That is the biggest thing because the reason why when we have stresses coming about and we're having these brain tantrums is because the brain and the nervous system don't feel safe. So if we can bring some of the pleasures and the comforts and the joys that really light us up, we can train our nervous system and our brain to be like, this is safe. This is okay. So even though I am moving, I am still interacting with the people that bring me joy. I meet with a group of women bi-weekly and that has been something that I decided for myself that I'm not going to give up and I'm going to get myself a pumpkin chai or indulge in the false sense even though I'm going through all of this to be able to snuggle with my husband and to watch all of these Halloween movies and these fall movies like I am super pumped for Hocus Pocus 2 which comes out on September 30th like I'm super pumped about that but that is just training my brain and my nervous system to be like okay even though this is considered a stressful situation it doesn't have to be this intense it doesn't have to be this huge huge stressor I can enjoy it as I go I gave my 30-day notice for vacating the premises that we're in and I was able to allow myself to relax to allow myself to breathe because you know when we first terminate it's like oh I gotta do everything all at once and I have this this and this and I'm so overwhelmed and I don't know what to do and that was when the cold hit because I was so overwhelmed all of that mental chaos all of that mental chatter it was my body's way of like slowing down it's like chill bitch you're fine um we're gonna make it through and then when I did the brain dump and wrote everything down got it out of my head and started working through the emotions and then started incorporating all of the pleasures and joys in life that's when I was actually able to navigate it in such a better way that felt like I was in control, that felt like I could be in the flow, that felt like I was on the right path and I could get that clarity instead of having that fear, having that self-doubt, having that worry of the uncertainty and the unknown just cloud me everywhere. And it takes some time to slow down, but it's doing one thing at a time. I am still doing my daily yoga practices and my brain priming and like my meditation to really ground myself. That way I can move through this time with as much flow and ease and grace as I possibly can. And that is the whole part when it comes to navigating a pain cycle is you do things differently. And it starts with awareness. And then you go through with learning how to work with your brain. And that's why I did the brain dump and learning how to work with my nervous system by incorporating the things that brought me joy, that brought me comfort, as well as working through some suppressed emotions. This, again, is why 
pain is not just physical. Pain is mental, pain is emotional, pain is social. There's so many other components with it. And with that being said, I had some other changes that had come up too that kind of brought me through the same cycle of with moving. Because since I am moving to a different city, I decided to let go of in gym training. So I will no longer be training in the gym. I have switched to in-home training to those in Northern Colorado and doing rehabilitating types of therapy and sessions, as well as going full-time into neuro coaching. And that just felt so aligned for me. However, I did in-gym training for the last like seven years. And so that was a huge shift for me. And that was what my brain knew for so long. And I was starting to have those brain tantrums and started to second guess myself. However, I knew that it was the best step forward to let that go so I can expand and have more attention to not only this podcast, but to create different masterclasses and different trainings that can be accessible to anybody who is at whatever point in their chronic pain journey when it comes to getting that relief, to actually getting to that point of pain freedom. So I'm excited for this new chapter, but I definitely had my ups and downs. I definitely had my roller coaster of emotions. I was caught up in overthinking and overanalyzing. And I just want you to know that it's okay. It's normal. However, the thoughts that are going through your head are just thoughts. They don't have to be taken as truth if you don't want them to. That's the cool thing is that you get to decide. And that is how I am navigating the stresses of life by working with my brain, working with my nervous system, and really looking at pain as a teacher, as a tool, as a request for change. Because I knew when I got my cold that I needed to slow down. And that's when I really took the time to rest because since those neighbors had moved out, I was able to get some really decent sleep. That way I can show up as the best version of myself these next two weeks when it comes to packing. And I got that inspiration to record this podcast. That way I am still showing up for you guys, but not only just for you, but for myself and the work that I am just so passionate about. Because like I said, pain shows up in different ways and moving very unexpectedly and kind of sporadically, that's that can be a pain spot because it's change, it's uncertainty, and that can throw the brain in a tiff. But if you know how to work through it, you know how to navigate through it. And You can do what I shared with you by brain dumping. I do this with everything and a lot of it with like my to-do list. And I'm also helping to work with my brain being like, okay, I do know what I'm doing. I am checking things off because I have a whole checklist of all the things that I need to get done. And every time I check it off, it's like, oh, I'm one step closer. I'm one step closer. And it starts to calm the brain and the nervous system, but you're also getting that hit of dopamine and serotonin because you're taking care of business and you're not so overwhelmed and scattered. So you can take your power back. You can take back your control when it comes to the pain cycle. And like I said, 
try and incorporate things that you really enjoy, that you really love. And for me right now, it's everything pumpkin. And I am just thinking about when I'm fully moved in at this new place that I get to decorate. I get to put all my fall stuff out, all of my wedding decorations because I got married in the fall. And I'm just looking forward to that. And that is something that keeps me going. And it's training my nervous system and my brain to be like, okay, this is safe. We're okay. We're doing this. So this is an update on my life and the stresses that have been going on and the pain spots that have been coming up for me. And this is how I've been navigating it. So I hope that this was insightful for you and definitely try the brain dumping. Like especially if you're super scattered and overwhelmed, just brain dump, write everything out because it pulls things out of the subconscious and then you can actually decide how to move forward with that. So if there's anything that you take from that do that and then you know allow yourself the grace that if you are caught up in a brain tantrum just realize that that's your brain trying to keep you safe especially if you're in a place of uncertainty and change like moving just know that that's okay and during this time of stress and pain it doesn't have to be as intense as it has been perceived by other people, by past experiences, you can still enjoy the things that are going about. And so making time to have the things that bring you joy, that bring you pleasure, that make you feel really good is a huge, huge key to breaking out of the pain cycle because so often when we are in pain and are caught up in a pain cycle, we just focus on all the things that we can't do, all of the things that bring us down, all of the things that hurt, that are uncomfortable. But if you can bring pleasure and joy and fun and things that feel good, that's how you break out of the the cycle too and that's how you can navigate the stresses in life too. I'm going to leave you at that. Like I said, this is going to most likely be the only episode in September because the last week of September, I'm going to be settling into my new place and I'm going to be creating these master classes for you and working on putting together a mastermind. And I'm also going to be putting together some guest speakers to come onto the podcast to talk about different aspects of life. I am super excited to share that with you, but for now, here's just like a little teaser of what to expect in the upcoming months, but this is something that I am just super excited to be part of, and I know this is a huge growth opportunity, so I can show up and share with you how to navigate pain in all ways, so there we go. Have a wonderful rest of your month and I will see you in October. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and for expanding your own pain awareness. Every time you listen to this podcast, you are building new neural pathways in the brain to break out of the vicious pain cycle. If this episode served you in any way, I ask that you share it with somebody who you think would benefit so they can start breaking out of their unique pain cycle today. When we are educated and informed about pain, we are equipped and empowered to get out and stay out of pain. If you have any questions or thoughts, I'm here to help. You can direct message me on Instagram at the Katie Sutton. I'd be happy to personally connect with you so you can start unleashing pain freedom today.